I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with uh, Emily Dean. And not only that, but after a long delay, <laughs> the cockerel returneth. <laughs> He's back in the barnyard, ladies and gentlemen. When you say a long delay, it sounds like I was stuck in traffic for the last two weeks and just didn't make the show. There was an element of that. It was, uh, mm. it was booked holiday time, wasn't it? Um, booked so holiday time. Oh, he's going to be... Oh, uh, is there a union? Have you introduced a union to <laughs> Absolute Radio? An Amstrad employee. It's <laughs> booked planned holiday time. So, yes, we are, um, we are in Edinburgh because we like to come up for the festival um, and the cockerel was already... He's our man on the ground. He's been here for a week. Yeah, I did the uh, I did the early recce, didn't I? You I did. Uh, you, are, I, I like to use my John the Baptist. <laughs> That's a reference you get, and I do not. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, he preceded the Messiah, you see. Oh, did he? He did. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're fine with that comparison, then no, I, I, I can live with it. Yeah. Can you? I thought that was frowned upon. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it frowned upon to compare yourself to the Messiah? Is it, I think you're all right on commercial radio. If oh. I rem- if I remember my catechism, <laughs> talking about John the Baptist here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let's face it, Absolute Radio voice in the wilderness. It fits all rather well. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen ben, jo- ben Jones eat a locust. <laughs> what do you mean he's left? I wasn't told. Carry on, anyway. Protein. No, protein in the locust. Um, yeah, it's been the wettest week I've ever spent in uh, in Edinburgh. Really, really. And it's hard to overstate how rainy it has been, isn't it? <laughs> did, you, did you get rained on? Since oh, you've been... Can I say that we have our weather is sponsored on Absolute Radio? They don't like us do it, just doing <laughs> random, oh, unsponsored really? weather stuff. Oh, sorry. That's going to cause a bit of a stir <laughs> at the advertisers' meeting. I'm blurring the lines. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> I advice. walked with Frank through Edinburgh yesterday. We walk sometimes. And I had to hold the brolly aloft like a Magritte painting because I was worried. I immediately felt I had to take responsibility for you, Frank. Oh, I'm not afraid. No, that was brolly. lovely. We mm. did pass the show that says high heels lowered a cobbler's shop i was disgusted really? and i thought it's a bit of a walk we could take you in there apparently <laughs> they, w- they won't do a kitten heel no because it removes the flared section from the <laughs> bottom and it's no longer a kitten heel it's just a oh. it's a it's a see my flat <laughs> that's what it is who wants that i i tell you what i've noticed speaking of it being wet in edinburgh i've seen a lot of seagulls yep mm. and i get seagull i live in uh London, I don't know if you're aware of it. It's a large conurbation in the southeast of England. It's been in the news. I get seagulls round about my flat. And I'm thinking with seagulls, stick to the seaside. Right? Mm. Unless you want to change your name, Mm -hmm. get out of town, right? (laughs) And they shouldn't be this far, and they're four or five miles, and get back. Unless Mm. they're going to rebrand themselves city goals or... Yeah, exactly. Land goals. City goals sounds like a, some terrible private railway <laughs> yeah. thing. Oh no, don't fancy that. So we're in a lovely flat. Um, the, oh, it's lovely. The cockerel Alan. has his own. Um, he, he has his own. Uh, it's a roost, really. This is. It's <laughs> ma- mainly a roost. Mm. I've come home to roost. Yeah. Are you Are you living alone, uh, no, Alan? No, I've got a flatmate. Uh, okay. uh, another comic performer. 
And, uh, Are you prepared to say that is, or is he... Uh, uh, yeah, it's Steve Hall, who's doing a stand-up show here. Okay. Which I attended the other day, and had one of my favourite bits of Edinburgh schadenfreude, about um, 15 minutes into his show... He had critic. a heart attack. <laughs> no, <laughs> about 15 <laughs> minutes into his show, a critic who was sitting near me, who I don't know who he was, lost his pen, and then spent most of the show sort of scrabbling about, putting his hand down at floor level, trying to rummage around in the dark for this pen, and couldn't find it and I was left there thinking do I offer him a pen or is that like you know arming the enemy if he then gives my yeah. mate a bad review or do I say look if this is going to be four and above you can have a pen what <laughs> what stars are we looking at here and didn't and could have but he 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 spent three quarters of that show without the equipment that he requires. Oh, no. Well, they have, like, a special pen. Have you seen those critics have a pen yes, with a little light? With the light. Oh, in the I end. Seen that. Mm. Yeah. No. It's just, it's just, just right, just coming back a bit from the actual ballpoint. Oh, no, that's And it sounds... just illuminates about a square inch of, uh, of page. Marketed as an evil pen. <laughs> I'm talking of evil. We saw that Kate Copstick in the street the other day as well. <laughs> Extraordinary. I, yeah, I thought it was a look-alike, but, um... <laughs> Extraordinary. I have to say, that would be poor, that would be poor pickings, wouldn't it? being a Kate Copstick look-alike. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a long period sat by a silent telephone. If Diana works dried up, I'll get her hair dyed and have a go at the Kate Copstick look-alike work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she, she was up here. And I'll tell you something, we're in a lovely flat, but lovely. They, they have the biggest spoons. Oh. I had breakfast every spoon. I could have just... I didn't bother with the bowl, if I'd realised. I could have, I could have just put porridge in the spoon. I, there is not a... There is no, I don't just mean a teaspoon in the house. There isn't a normal dessert spoon. I haven't big. noticed that. I haven't I, eaten yet, though, to be I fair. Should put, I mean, the, the house is atop a beanstalk. <laughs> I don't know if, if that's relevant. But it is. It's, it's, it's the biggest spoons I personally have ever seen. It's this kind of minutiae which I think um, draws the audience in. Yeah, definitely. Well... I think, I think, I think, draw it in is the phrase. Um, I'll drive some more. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. God, this is a fade and a half, isn't it? Mm, get Fun out, get, just get out of there. It was the 80s, love. They're into that then. It's, uh, it's good to be back with you editing the end of songs again. <laughs> I feel like I've never been away. I should say that was the mighty war with Story of the Blues. And we opened, by the way, with We Were Promised Jetpacks singing Medicine, which is a local Edinburgh band. I like the track. It was perfect. Nice. Looking back. I like their name, too. It's a good name. We Were Promised Jetpacks. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, sure. Well, no, I love it. I, I'm thinking of that James Bond one, which I've spoken of, I think, before, mm -hmm. where, where he... Um, Oh, yeah. I imagined that uh, we'd all be travelling around on those mm -hmm. by now. But let's face it, they would have come in handy this week. Certainly make hilly Edinburgh oh, yeah. easier. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad they weren't around this week, because I feel quite safe on the 11th floor. <laughs> <laughs> the 17 hooded youths hovering outside my balcony on jetpacks. <laughs> Frank, you are... Can I say something about... Well, you are slightly following the riots around the country, though. That is accidental. But I was in London the weekend and then uh, went up to... As it started to... I felt it was uh, coming down to a simmer. I then went to Birmingham for two days. <laughs> it's like those people that chase tornadoes. Yeah, he's a riot chaser. <laughs> and now you're in Edinburgh, you're only going to see shows where the poster says this show is a riot. So that's, <laughs> that's the progression. I'm in, in Edinburgh in an effort to preempt 
I think, <laughs> yes. I, think I think this place is a, is a tinderbox. <laughs> it's a wet one. Down. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been a strange week, and I know mm. it's a, it's a very serious and distressing subject. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it's an old British tradition, I think, to try and smile through as we did through World War Two. Um, some well, of our well, listeners I, may remember. I remember, obviously. Yeah, I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> you, rem- you remember Enid? Enid there in um, Croydon. Let's hope she's getting. Anyway, so <laughs> it's been a strange week. I tell you what it's like. Have you ever seen the Purple Rose of Cairo? Uh, uh, Woody Allen, Woody yes. Allen, Mia Farrow, when they were still oh, friends. Man, that's all. Yes. Um, before the troubles. Before yes, the what I would call the dad grenade. Um, <laughs> was thrown into the midst of a happy family. Yes. <laughs> um, so um, what happened was. Uh, in that film, Purple Rose of Cairo, mm. uh, people are at the cinema and all, all of a sudden, two of the characters in this film, this old black and white film they're watching, re- suddenly start looking out and saying, oh, there's an audience out there. And they step out of the screen mm-hmm. and can, and walk into the audience, the characters from the film. It's, it's beautifully done as mm. well. I feel this week that has happened with the Jeremy Kyle show. That <laughs> 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 it has spilled forth out of the screen and now that they're in our very streets, these people. Yeah. Mm. See, the nice thing about the Jeremy Kyle show, it was, it was a sort of a... the peephole on the cell door. Yes. Very contained. They, they were very contained. Very contained. But, uh, now they're out there, and it's, it really has been uh, dreadful. But I've one thing I've noticed um, is the word this week, mm. very much in everyone's lips, has been criminality. When did that happen? That used to be crime until quite recently. Oh, I see. What yeah. they've invented it almost. It's like that people say, well, it's just, it's not right, it's, it's, it's pure criminality. It's crime, isn't it? Mm. Well, we're going to get people talking about the criminality of the century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to just, uh, what time is criminality watch on? <laughs> it's crime. Yeah. Don't make it longer to try and fill up. I blame 24-hour rolling news. Yeah. Mm. Can we make the words a bit longer? (laughs) 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 For the quiet days, yeah. There's a a definite lawlessness, though, isn't there? Oh, um, And and, I like the 70s use of yobs, that's all. I'm happy with that, yeah. (laughs) And and if, if you wanted proof that these people will steal from their own... Manchester, they robbed Liam Gallagher's clothes shop. That's yeah. you know, beyond comprehension. Isn't yeah, it? but he's, that's because he's risen above the herd and oh, they, right. they resent yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Tall poppy. Yeah. I like, did you see some pictures? There were some women pausing to try on trainers they were stealing. <laughs> I like, they still wanted the shopping experience. Well, you don't want to go home in the wrong side. <laughs> Do you think they stole one of those little footstools with the mirror on the sides? <laughs> Do you know the ones I mean? <laughs> Well, in Birmingham, I should say, when it started in Birmingham, the first place, because I'd been watching it in London, it had been PC World, Collies mm-hmm. and all that. First place that went in Birmingham was McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> I think they're saying, look, it's going to be a long night, lads. Let's, let's get some fuel in. <laughs> first <Stop>. of all. <laughs> oh, dear, it's been, it's been a terrible week. But mm-hmm. uh, you know what? We can still laugh. They can't take that away from us. Adolf Hitler, 1945. (laughs) (laughs) This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were just talking about the terrible week that this poor island of ours has had to suffer because of, um, I don't know what we'd call them really, troubled some people. Mm -hmm. Leave it at that. 
Is it wrong that I slightly took advantage of the increased police presence and I just thought I'd wander out and, and check them out a little bit? Did you go and yeah. have a look? Oh, I did. Oh, no, a bit of spectator traffic. Yeah. Oh, I love, a, I like a plain clothes. That's my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I like I the ones who think I'll put a suit on, but I'll still wear the black top Martins and a, <laughs> a pale blue shirt with a dark blue tie, like no one will notice. Come on, mate. Yeah. That's not playing clothes, that's a halfway house. <laughs> <laughs> I did find, though, Frank, during the Troubles... Mm. Are we calling them the Troubles yeah. now? Well, the Irish should be very yeah. cheesed <laughs> off about this. It's only fortnight. There's a definite area of confusion here. Let's call them the New Troubles, okay. like New Labour. I'm you know, high maintenance. Four I can't believe it's not trouble. Something like that. Yeah, um, I found I I did I did find I was a li- I was driven to drink Frank. Oh no! Well, no. So you didn't give the chauffeur the night don't off. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt I needed a little a little oh, stiffener to calm te- my nerves. It was a ten- It was a tense yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So and I-, I know you're prepared to travel for a little stiffener. <laughs> 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 Why do you think I've come up to Edinburgh? Well, exactly. So, um, I ventured out, Frank, because I don't keep alcohol in the house. Do you not? It gets drunk very quickly. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't keep it as a rule, so I thought I'd go out to Waitrose, get a little bottle of vodka. Okay. But then I realised I don't normally buy spirits. It's quite embarrassing. Because if you're on your own buying spirits, I mean, if it's disguised... Well, it's embarrassing to buy something from a supermarket <laughs> this week. <laughs> <You're> not... <laughs> what a mob you were. Swimming against the something. tide, so yeah. what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll just get these cobwebs off the till, madam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. I was the only person in there paying. Yeah. But I, I realised if I, if you buy one of those little bottles, that was all I wanted, but it's a bit Pete Doherty, isn't it? And then the big ones are a bit... I'm, I'm getting stuck in for the night. Yeah, yeah. So I panicked a bit. And I did that thing that teenage boys do when they go to chemists and I bought other things to conceal oh, my right. alcohol going to say you spoke in a deeper voice. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that at the cinema. Here's uh, one ticket, please. <laughs> when I went to what we used to call an X film in the old yeah. days. Mm. I, uh, I once bought absolutely loads of booze this is about three years ago in a sort of a christmas we'd moved house and we had a wine rack for the first time built into the kitchen that had 36 gaps and the only time it was ever full i did a huge booze shop but i took my little boy who at the time was about 11 months or something and uh, and filled a whole trolley with booze it looked terrible it looked like um (laughs) nicholas cage in leaving las vegas you know at the start when he fills it up yeah and uh, and i got to the till and I had just booze and two big bags of crisps. And did you have him, in, did you have him in that little seat? <laughs> yeah, in the little oh, seat. No. It looked really bad. And the woman went, are you having a party? And I went, no. They <laughs> just looked really just bad. Just staying in. Yeah, yeah. I'm babysitting. <laughs> just Saturday morning, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, dear. I, t- I, was, at, um, I was at the test match uh, this week, because life goes on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And I was sitting next to these two very lovely ladies from uh, Marlow, and um, I said, you know, everyone was saying, oh, it's been terrible, hasn't it, with the riots? It's been, has been terrible. And she said, yes, she said, I, and the thing that stopped me more than anything, she said, that woman who jumped out the burning building, however she stopped her skirt from going up, <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> hey. She said, I always wear an, a- an A-line. She said, I couldn't have jumped, I'd have had to have perished. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And she did it great, because that'll be the photo of the year, that photo yeah. of the woman leaping. You might not have seen this, Alan, because you've no. been in Edinburgh, where the, yeah. the world doesn't really seep in from outside. It's a fabulous, I mean, it's a terrible picture, but a fabulous picture. Right. And it's woman leaping out of, um, out of fiery building into the arms of rescuers, you know, so it's oh, a sort okay. of sign of hope. 
Mm, of optimism. Particularly if they were plain clothes officers. Yes. Mm. Yes, but um, luckily, I, th I think, I mean, she said it was an A-line. I, I, for me, it was a pencil. It's in silhouette, <laughs> but it, it doesn't yeah, go pencil, off fine. at all. Because you don't want to be on, it was, it was a great, it was a beautiful piece of photography. I was moved. The Guardian. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you something else. If I was going to nick something from a shop, I wouldn't go for a plasma. Wouldn't they're they? an uncomfortable thing to carry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You want that, the small, don't you? Yeah. I don't know about you, because sometimes I buy a big thing from a shop, and I've, if I'm carrying it, I'll go 50 yards and think, oh, maybe I'll dump it. Do I really want this? <laughs> too big. Too big to carry. <laughs> Just abandon it. I wonder if they ironically went to the self-checkout on their way out of the places they, they were looting from. Them. I know I they were doing... Um, I did see a Greg's on fire and thought, would that, would that cook the uncooked stuff on the way? <laughs> a Greg's on fire, that's a terrible image to leave yeah. you with. Now, it, it's been, uh, we sh let us point out again, it has been a terrible week and we, we've all been upset by it, but you've got to keep smiling. That's the thing, I think. Do you agree with that? Mm. What do you mean? What's that throat cutting? Oh, <laughs> 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 will go on, we're moving on. Okay. This is Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Harry, we've had some texts in on eight twelve fifteen. Thank goodness for that. Mm. I don't think they weren't reaching Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I imagined a, a man on a horse going up a dirt track <laughs> with some text messages. This is from Keith. Not our Keith, not just our a regular Keith. Keith. Our Keith wouldn't be up it's this early. It's not up this early. No, still up. Hi, Team Frank. <laughs> Loving your radioality. Oh, a little call back there. Yes, on uh, oh. criminality. Excellent. Mm. I like radioality. That's not bad, is it? I like um, him. Not bad. Somebody else has texted him with um, how nice that you were at the test match while the rest of the country were at the ashes. There you I go. I see. See what mm. they've done. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Five, four, six. I never thought Emily would admit to liking something plain. What did you... Oh, in plain the, clothes, yeah, please? Oh, yeah. well, we're off. They're, they're in, they're flooding in. <laughs> <laughs> they've woken up and that's uh, our, our marvellous listeners. I, I feel that we're slightly further away from them, even though, in a way, we, we're, we're obviously closer to some of them. Because mm. mm. we have a lot in the Nordic areas, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's true. So, Frank, on the journey up here to Edinburgh, we didn't travel... We are living together, I should say, but we didn't travel up together. I love the fact that we're sharing a flat, though. I love it as well. Can I tell you, by the way, yeah, I, very kindly, Emily mm. arrived before me and she allowed me to have the bedroom with the ensuite. Nice. And so last night I thought, that's lovely, because I'm feeling a bit, um, how can I put it, a bit curdly around the stomach area. I'll be glad of some <laughs> privacy. Oh, God. So I went, I went into the, uh, and I went to the ensuite. I can and never unknow this now. No. <laughs> I reached for the door handle and it wasn't there. I thought it must be a slider, you know, <laughs> and I uh, looked for that. There's no door. There's no door on the ensuite. Oh. It's more like just a, a, an architrave. No, it, it, I mean, it's, you know, I'm in a, a tiny annex of the bedroom, basically. And oh. I, the trouble is, you're looking out at the bedroom. Right. And um, I didn't feel, it felt like I was in the bedroom still. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't yeah. know about you, but when I'm on the toilet, I don't want to be seeing soft furnishings. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> I just want, I want t toil tiles and enamel that's i want everything that can, yeah. anything that can be wiped easily with a j cloth <laughs> i don't want to see anything that, that anything would soak into in my no. line of vision you wouldn't have fared well in hampton court back in the day fine i've often thought that <laughs> also i wouldn't like being that catholic just, wouldn't have helped <laughs> i'd have been i'd have been on fire then surely after you oh you didn't start it you you <laughs> surely Sorry. after you've uh, you've been into your ensuite toilet for a um 
a bit. Uh, yeah. Surely that then prohibits you sort of lying on the bed with a paperback and enjoying a bit of time because it's it's all open plan. You I, I, well. know, I know what you're getting oh, at. I don't, I don't like the idea of that. Well, it has. It's one Can of these. I register my disapproval. It's one of these toilet toilets that when you put the light on in there, it goes. <laughs> I thought like there was an aeroplane land. I, oh, mean, I thought you were making a coffee last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know when you put the light on in the toilet, the fan comes on. And then when you switch the light off, the, the fan thinks, oh, hold on, you put the light off, but I've got another, well, I've got another couple of minutes in me, yeah? Yeah. And I don't like a roaring darkness. No. <laughs> I don't know about Alan, you. he's already got the coasters out. First oh, thing he really? said, it's not even his property. Where are the coasters? If someone had run into your flat during those riots, you'd have insisted they used coasters. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the obsession. If you're going to put that hammer down, <laughs> put it on a coaster. <laughs> a hammer coaster. Oh, a terrible roar in the dark. Remind me of when I went camping in Kenya. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. A lot of screaming there from uh, from the cranberries. And from so, me. Sounds like she needs a bit of cranberry juice, if you receive my meaning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, you, were, you, were, you were on a train, if I remember right. So I'm on the train, Frank. Picture it, if you will. I've got all my bits laid out. I can't just get oh, on God. a train, Alan. <laughs> I can't just get on the train. No. I've got tube socks for when I get to Newcastle and it gets a bit nippy. I actually have my hand poised over them for when we approach Newcastle, because I know it's going to be cold. I have a cashmere wrap, again, Newcastle. have to put it on there. Um, I have sweets. I have two sets of glasses, Paul Smith spectacles and a pair of Ray-Bans, <laughs> if the sun comes in. You won't have... need Ray-Bans, I wouldn't have thought this week. <laughs> no. Kindle, iPod... I mean, there's all sorts. Magazines, some ladies' ones, some sort of an intelligent life and a spectator to confuse people. <laughs> so I realise, basically, Frank, I have riders. When I do anything in life, I have to have all this stuff where I'm miserable. You should explain that a rider is something that, that you have. A performer usually has on their contract of little extras that mm. they want. My, mine used to say, one pair of black ankle socks and a local postcard stamped. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, so then I always had plenty of socks on tour, and also it, I could always send postcards from home, which is lovely. Is that true? You uh, had socks on your ride? Absolutely true. I'd, I'd heard that, uh, I think I'd heard that Lenny Henry did his tour shows in brand new socks every time, and I didn't quite believe it, but I can totally believe that it would... Uh, I wouldn't it would class it as one of the great extravagances. Oh, I, <laughs> I, can, I like the idea of somebody else having to go to the trouble to provide your socks. That's a great... Man, sometimes they'd give me a three-pack oh, on asphalt. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Two and pairs socks. of bonus. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was uh, all very handy when you're touring. No, it was... Uh, <laughs> yes, it, I, I once found the, uh, the, the kinks were touring at the same time as me and they're obviously um, you know they're older gentlemen now mm. and I had a, they left their rider in the dressing room and it included uh, oxygen <laughs> <laughs> so you know you can laugh at my socks but I'm, I'm not that bad off I see but you see what I'm saying though Frank is you're a performer but really I have riders for my life mm -hmm. for every day I can't go to the cinema without all sorts of things oh what do you say yeah. to the cinema well I have to have the socks again because of the ferocious aircon. oh they do go cold in yeah and a wrap, and then all sorts of drinks in case I get thirsty. Oh, I, I believe they sell drinks. Mm -hmm. No, I know, but I don't trust those. I want my own. And they're prohibitively expensive. <laughs> <quite often. laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'd like got to. one eye on the house. I'd hate to take my own drink, though, and it, and it went through the hole. <laughs> You got him off. You know that little hole, the holder at the side of the seat. Oh yeah. yeah. You, you don't want one that goes straight through. Although yeah. some of them now have got a basket, they'll they'll 
they're more versatile than they used to be. I tell you what, I now rarely watch a film in the cinema without a cup of coffee at the beginning. I really? always have a coffee when I go to the cinema. That's a very pessimistic approach to any film. <laughs> if you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. What I'm going to start doing with the cinema is having my hair vigorously back-combed into an afro before going. <laughs> and then I'm going to clip it in. And then the next time somebody sits behind me just talking... I'm going to take the clips out and instantly bloom into a massive dandelion head <laughs> so they can't see the film and see what they feel about having their <laughs> evening ruin the vermin. Anyway, <laughs> um, if, you, if there's anything that you always need to carry with you in your daily life, something that's always in your pocket or your bag, you wouldn't travel anywhere without it, no matter how unusual, why don't you let us know on 8, 12, 15? What are we doing? Sitting here talking to ourselves? <laughs> I say, what are we doing? Sitting here talking to our... OK. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We are, um... I nearly said we are absolute radio. What am I, out of my mind? <laughs> I've been drinking out the absolute mug. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean. I'm with um, Alan Cochran. <laughs> and we're in Edinburgh this weekend. Old Reeky. How dare you? That's, that's what it's um, called. Frank, we were talking earlier about riders. We were. And I think I explained that they are little extras that you have on your con on your contract mm. but you're saying things that you have to carry with you at all times i'm saying in my life and i thought i was just incredibly high maintenance which no. obviously i am <laughs> but it turns out some of our listeners also carry stuff around with them have we received texts on this subject we have on 8 12 15 mm. 087 i always carry a pair of disposable scissors a selection of dressings in various sizes depending on wound size plus an a to z Everyone laughs until they have occasion to need my stuff. I'm a nurse. Lovely. I like for that. I don't know. I didn't even know there was such a thing as disposable scissors. No. <laughs> what a strange... Oh, maybe it's a hygiene thing in case you're using them for a wound. What are they stuff. made of, though, I wonder? Uh, you don't use scissors for a wound, do you? For the chopping of the plasters, I think. Oh, I see. Or the, or the gauze. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm this guessing. is getting good. I've got gauze, we've got plasters, we've got pig iron! <laughs> We got all pig iron. I haven't done that for a long time. <laughs> it says on the wall, it's got instructions. To we're, we're, we're in the studios of 4th One here in Edinburgh. It mm. used to be 4th FM, I think, in the old days. And uh, it's got instructions written on a whiteboard. One of them, it says, one great song after another. Well, that could catch on in radio, couldn't could, it? Well, I, I, personally, I wouldn't go so far as to say <laughs> that. Anyway, sorry. I'll we'll never stop hearing Adele. Um, I... Uh, uh, there's another medical one. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I carry almost a full medicine cabinet with all types of pills and plasters with me and always have to have a snack in case I get hungry. <laughs> I like the idea of saying, in case I get hungry, I'm not a compulsive snacker, I want you to know. <laughs> so that's a good everyday rider, Kelly yeah. from Leicester. I always have to have some snack. Uh, I like a pot of nuts in my uh, Oh, my do backpack. you, Alan? Yeah, a pot. A little, uh, little Tupperware. I could show you it. But it's it won't not, work. It's it won't work on radio. Uh, <laughs> I suppose you could rattle it. I could rattle it. Later. I mean, I don't know if it's worth the bother. It's not. Imagine if the top came off. <laughs> if we got salt in the in the. Uh, Oh, there's the not, they're not salted. Oh, goodness. You see, comics often have books. You have, Frank has a notebook. Well, I say notebook. It's actually a 2004 mm -hmm. Let's Diary that he uses as a notebook. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Do you remember Let's Diary? It's one of the less known <laughs> David Bowie tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Diary, and then it's the sound of a pen scratching across a 
a vellum page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I'll tell you what I always do, Carrie, and I think they're dying out a bit now. Mm. I remember when I first moved in with a lady, um, I, we weren't married, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, and my, and my dad... He didn't disapprove of that. He didn't, uh, sorry, didn't approve of that sort of living over the br- brush. So, um, it was never acknowledged at home. Mm. And then one day, she, we were leaving, and he took her to one side, and I thought, oh, no, it's going to be some terrible stuff about diseases. <laughs> and he said to her, just one thing, never let him leave the house <laughs> without a clean handkerchief. Oh, did he? <laughs> and you know, I never have since. Well, they've always been clean, but I always have a handkerchief. My yeah. motto is just stop at the first bit and never let them leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never go anywhere without a handkerchief. And nowadays, I, they seem to have become uh, redundant. Mm. I, yeah. you know, I mean, when you've got a hole in your pocket, what do you tie your change in the corner off? You can't do it with a tissue. And when a well, lady's crying, like sorry. And when a lady's crying as well, I quite like it. It's quite chivalrous when you're upset and a man lends you a hanky. Yes, but often the hanky I've had it in a couple of weeks. I don't want to scratch it to pieces. <laughs> 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 but it is—it's lovely to be able to offer, and not you know, an ironed one, one that's in a little oh, square. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. <laughs> I've got some the uh, real classics. I've got some of those with the initial in the corner. You haven't oh. the embroidered F. Yeah, <gasps> man, I love that. But I, I, it's true. I would never. Um, I've, I'd never leave without one of those. It's almost mm. one of the sadnesses of adult life is that you leave the house always with something. Like, the minimum I ever leave with is phone, wallet, keys. Oh, yeah, I, I always check the, phone, wallet, keys. The key. big three. Yeah. Phone, wallet, keys. Yeah, the big three. <laughs> Not my big three, I have to say. <laughs> when I was a child... <laughs> Mascara features in mine. You just run out and play, didn't you? You just run out and play with nothing. You never mm. went, went out and thought, phone, wallet, keys. It's properly an indication of being a grown-up is that you never leave the house with absolutely nothing in your pocket. But that's not true of children now, I'm sure. No. Well, they would be out there with their Blackberry and... Well, their, they need a Blackberry for yeah. riot organisation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 their spreadsheet for what yield they've already got and what yeah. they're stockpiling that in certain you garages. Can't, you can't leave these things to chance. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. That was The Fall with Totally Wired. Mm. It's a Fall classic. Mm. Trust me. We've uh, we've had somebody uh, text in to tell us one of their everyday riders, and uh, she's put, Hi, Frank, every morning I go out with my banana holder and a banana for breakfast. Are you aware of the banana holder? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> my wife has one of these. Was he uh, the lead singer with Slade? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Noddy's brother. Okay. He's African cousin. <laughs> um, uh, Do they yeah. grow them in Africa, bananas? Have I got that right? I would imagine so, yeah, darling, yes. So. I think it might be the Caribbean. Oh. Anyway, carry on. Would you call it the Caribbean? Caribbean. You know, I've sort of, I've embraced the Caribbean instead of Caribbean. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah. I suppose Caribbean, it sounds a bit like Carabiner, you know, like climbers. I think, I I try not to say any words that's got the word beer in it. Oh. (laughs) Whereas I do love a spare rib. Oh, you do. Oh, God, I do. Carry on, anyway. (laughs) What was the spare rib? I don't... Did I I join Caribbean? From Caribbean. Oh, got you. I know. Sorry, we're getting into. Uh, do I, tell me about your wife's banana holder. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I <laughs> often <laughs> use that as an opening gambit <laughs> in conversations, dinner party <laughs> conversation, and chit chat. It's a plastic. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I've just realised the implications of the question. <laughs> <laughs> quite God, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> 
it's a it's a plastic thing that you basically rest a banana into and then you shut it to protect the banana and, it and it's is, banana shaped yes oh. it's banana shaped and yellow should you should is you it? be struggling to wonder what it's for does, it's, does it have the uh, the end stalk uh, no Okay. It's oh. just, uh, it's sort of... It that just wiggles most, free. It, miss, it fits most EU-sized bananas I've in there. I've never seen that. It's, so it's utterly fine. ridiculous. I bet you get you know. it in the back of one of those, you know, those little catalogues you get in the Sunday supplements. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I find it uh, astonishing, the level of arrogance of the human being that they protect the, the fruit that is naturally protected. You know, yeah, we need the peach it, protector, not the banana guard, don't no, we? No, but... Um, it's ridiculous. Uh, but there is... Uh, they are uh, prone to bruising, though, bananas, be fair. That's what mm. she says. That's what she says. Yeah. Oh, it turns black in my bag. You know, put it in the Well, they'll always guards. turn black. You don't have to bruise them for that. They will They will go yeah. black eventually. Yeah. I know I've got three or four in the fruit bowl. I'd favour the bruise over the humiliation of producing the guard. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> it looks like um, Darth Vader's discarded a glove <laughs> in my fruit bowl. <laughs> Frank, you may be converting the nation after all. This isn't my opinion. This is the opinion of... This is 956. This is really the fall track. Okay. My four-year-old daughter Rowan is dancing while eating her breakfast and announcing, I like this song. What about that? Hmm? That's great. Get Sounds like early. she's doing too much, though. Too many things. Dancing, eating breakfast, and saying, I like this song. I'm worried, yeah. She's no, multitasking. I'm worried about her dancing and eating. That's mm. going to lead to indigestion in later life. Concerned. Mm. But most Fall fans have that already. <laughs> <laughs> if not IBS yeah. or something. Yeah, they've got that. You know, bald men in leather yeah. jackets. They yeah. don't have indigestion, let's face it. Mm. Um, I've had a couple of moments this week where um, uh, I've noticed high-level irritability. Uh, a couple of grumpy sentences. I was watching the news and the... In yourself, we talked about. Uh, no, not in me. Oh, okay. in, in people. I was watching the news and it was uh, obviously when the news was quite sort of fast-moving and I was on, like, News 24 or whatever and they said, oh, we're going to go to the weather now. Um... Let's uh, let's go over and see what the weather's going to be like, if it's going to change for us. And the weatherman went, well, it depends where <laughs> you live, Fiona. <laughs> and I thought, ooh, Tetchy. Has Fiona nicked your biro or something? <laughs> what's, what's your problem? And then, near enough, the same minute, the, the door buzzer went, and I had ordered some shoes online uh, to my Edinburgh flat. Hold on. Extraordinary detail. Yeah. So it, you order, you have shoes delivered. <laughs> yes, I like to get... Uh, Is that little Lord Fauntleroy? Oh, I'll be honest, I got them from a, uh, a well-known high street retailer that often does children's footwear. And, uh, oh, yes, oh, they I, arrived. Know, I know where you were. Yeah, they arrived. Um, a sort of a desert boot style. I'm sporting them today, we can look at them after. Um, they weren't delivered by the shop. Yeah, yeah. Free delivery as well. I'm not here Never to advertise. I suppose you go and get a fitting for your pizzas, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know well, what size I take. I, I think know what Paul size Daniels does. That, uh, that. Oh, that's lovely. So they turned up. Were so they? they turned uh, up. Were they? I don't want to use brand names, but were they of the desert variety? They were a. Uh, they were an original version of. Oh. Uh, not, not a desert boot, but yes, that that ilk. They're yes. definitely in that part of the Venn diagram, shall yes. we say? And uh, and that man walked from up the, the You're associated with the arid region. Yes. <laughs> 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 the man walked up the stairs holding them, clearly a box of shoes with the plastic carrier bag on it saying what shop they're from. Yeah. And as he walked up the stairs to sort of kill a bit of time, I went, oh, my shoes are here. <laughs> and he got to the front door and went, I don't know, it's just a box to me, pal. And I, All right, just following <laughs> orders. Ooh. And what do you say? Oh, t- Sorry, well, I was a bit more <laughs> excited about my shoes than you That's were. That's why he got sacked from that job at the Undertaker's. 
high-level grumpiness, though, isn't it? That'll be my grandfather. Oh, it's just a box to me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Awful. Um, how was how's my Scottish accent coming on? That was quite good, I thought. That's an engineer, um, <laughs> reaching for some sort of, uh, knobbly sort of, uh, walking stick. <laughs> thing. <laughs> I believe that's the, uh, believe that's the technical term. <laughs> That was uh, Elbow with um, one of their songs. <laughs> uh, you're a big Elbow fan, aren't you, um, uh, AC? Yep. I assume that's what you call you, the AC. <laughs> <laughs> you could be the oh, rival don't. to the OC. That's going to cause all sorts of problems. I think okay. we'll stick with the cockerel. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Uh, by the way, we went to we went to see the cockerel last night. Yeah, I used too modest to say, but he's he's currently playing at the stand in Edinburgh, and we went. It was packed. It was packed to the rafters. Oh, I, don't really, I, I, I got off the train yesterday afternoon at uh, twenty past three. I think mm. I was already in a show at quarter four. I went to see a, uh, a double act called Totally Tom. Do you know them? Don't they, know them. They yeah. were fabulous, and I thought, oh, I've, I've peaked early. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's not going to get any better than this, but <laughs> cockerel. Oh, did crow! <laughs> 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 oh, and we all... Is it barnyard or farmyard? Oh, co cockerel's barnyard. Is it two different mm. areas, the barnyard and the farmyard? I don't know. I think I like to think of barnyard as a bit more Wyoming. There's only one area who does farming real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Can you uh, text us in on that one? I think yeah. we all know it's not for me to say. <laughs> it's no. terrible for me to state which I am. But anyway, um, I think it's fair to say you uh, you ripped it ripped it to bits, didn't you? Uh, yeah. It was nice. I liked it. I felt a bit tense that you were all in for the first. Oh, did you see ten, us, Alan? I want to know about us a bit I more. I only yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sat in the front row reading reading newspapers. The most <laughs> there was a show the other day where a man started looking through the brochure while I was on stage, oh, and no, I said, I said, you know, that could make an act paranoid if you start flicking through. I think he's prob he was probably worrying about missing his next thing because he, th he probably thought, I need, I'm going to need half an hour to get my breath back. I've laughed so much <laughs> at this point. Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's what I like to think. Yeah, I'll that's take that. I was a bit, I had a bit of an awkward moment with Alan, though. Uh -oh. You probably didn't think it was awkward. <laughs> but um, when, I, when we arrived, mm. it was afterwards actually when we went for drinks, mm -hmm. and um, I went to say congratulations. And I went to hug you, and I realised I've never sort of had to greet you before because it's normally in the morning. So mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. So I went for a kiss and a hug. Oh dear! Yeah, and I felt a bit of tension. It's a bit on the top with the cockerel. <laughs> they I don't know. like to be handled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see those ones that the French football fans hold? They look they look uncomfortable. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen a cockerel look uncomfortable. It's <laughs> <laughs> me. Did you? But can you be honest, Alan? Did you think I was over the top? I thought you were going in for a kiss and then it became oh. a cuddle. It was a weird hug <laughs> thing. And I thought, well, maybe she just grease people with cuddles. I do, Frank, I do. It's a hug and kiss. I did it with Phil Jupiter and it passed by unmentioned. Yeah. I, and I actually assumed because you work in fashion and show business, I thought, oh, she'll probably just go both cheeks. The number of times I end up saying to people because I've assumed it was one cheek and then gone, oh, show business, both cheeks, yes, of yes. course. I think Keith um, Harris used to greet people with cuddles. Mm. <laughs> Well, I didn't like that either. He was inclined to pinch. <laughs> He'd had a couple of drinks. You see, Frank, there is actually, there's, in Germany, you know, at the moment, they're talking about having a kissing ban that work colleagues, there's a society I wish, in I Germany. Wish, I 
should tell me this 24 hours ago. That's all I understand. They're saying people in the workplace, we have to protect people who don't want to be kissed. Well, here's, here's the story. We're all sharing a flat at the moment, and uh, last night it was me and Emily. Alan has his own, uh, he's made his own arrangements. Mm-hmm. He has a small fence over at the end of the <laughs> barnyard. <laughs> Uh, and Liesl, our, pr- our producer, is uh, staying with us. Uh, you'll all know Liesl from uh, from the past. We've talked about, you know, named after the character from The Sound of Music, etc., etc. Mm. Anyway, um, I was go- I was off to bed because I go to bed early the night before the radio show. So I yeah. like to be up and, you know, I like to be bouncing in the morning. I, I, I model a lot of my career on um, Tigger, the well-known <laughs> cartoon character. <laughs> and the wonderful thing about Tigger is... Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, um... um they're bouncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. Um, um, or is that the police? I can't remember. Anyway, so I, 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 I was going to bed, and 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 Emily said, "Oh, you haven't even said good night." So I went back in. Oh, I've known Emily for how long? Yeah? About sixteen years. Yeah, a long time. So I, I kissed her good night, and then Lisa, who I don't know that well, we've only known about what six weeks have we known each other? And you know, we we haven't had we, we haven't had any intimate conversations. Um, I, um, <laughs> it's early yet. Uh, so, um, I thought, well, I can't leave her sitting over there, you know, as if I can't bear to go near her. So I went and I, 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 I thought, kiss on the cheek, you know, and a good night. Now, it, it could have been the shock, but to me, <laughs> to me, she went for the mouth. I was... Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, well. Wow. I, honestly... I relied, like the old Pakistani fast bowlers, I went for late swing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it reminded me once, I was on an aeroplane, I think it was Air Italia, and we were coming in to land, and it coming and coming, at the last minute they accelerated and went back up again, and I managed, I managed to, to avoid the runway. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, and I'm sure it was an accident, but I don't know if you've ever slept with a chest of drawers um, <laughs> against the inside of your bedroom door. <laughs> Makes you feel quite secure. <laughs> she did go in for the kill. I, I think, witnessed I think it. it. God bless her. I think it was an accident. Am I right, Lucy? Yeah. It? Yeah. Um, I won't try it again. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, uh, and then I said, look, I'm playing this track tomorrow. Uh, let's, uh, sh- do you want to have a listen to it? And we got the sound system working and we put it on. And there's something wrong with the volume on the sound system. It was so loud, the track. So, I mean, it was unbelievable. So I switched it off immediately. And Lisa said, oh, I'll, because, you know, producer, I'll fix this. Oh, I'll learn. So she put it on again. And honestly, it was on, it was like being next to an aeroplane propeller. It was really I cried. And she said, no, if you turn it a bit this, I said, please turn it off. Turn it off. I'm, I'm so anxious. I can't breathe. (laughs) And I thought the neighbours will be up and all. Anyway, she turned Mm. it off and a car alarm was going off outside. (laughs) As a direct result. That's how loud it was. I want to play that track now. And I I want you to uh, uh, imagine this at uh, about four million decibels. It doesn't, doesn't really fit. (laughs) You said I'd find my own piece of Frank Skinner. Oh, goodness. That wasn't me, by the way. That's part of the... Uh, don't start blaming me for the... Mm. At the end. That was... Um, that was Warehouse Republic with um, Not Today. Feel um, free to text in if there's car alarms going off where you are. Yeah. <laughs> that, was <all> right. <laughs> that was awkward last night, Frank. Oh. What, the kiss? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, it was oh. it was, I'm sure it was an accident. She wouldn't. She's engaged. She's here. Stop lying. Oh, sorry, I forgot she was here. I was being nice. It's a difficult thing, though, kissing. Yeah. Oh, is, I can is. see why the Germans... Anywhere. Yeah, I think it might be quite a positive initiative from the Germans here. I mean, Liesl is not the first opportunist I've come across in these matters. <laughs> <laughs> I got kissed... I, I better not give too much detail, or she might be able to identify herself, mm. but a friend of a friend, who is a woman uh, probably in a... Oh, maybe late 50s, early 60s, possibly. I know who it is. And she... Uh, <laughs> she... I kissed her at some... I, th I think it was a... A Yuletide event, and she kissed me full. I mean, full on the lips, <gasps> and um, I felt I felt a, a hint of probing. <laughs> I, it might. I mean, it, it, it might not have been a tongue. Uh, Facial hair. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a skull bandit. <laughs> if you know what one of those are, congratulations. By the way, anyway, um, I, I was so horrified would be an exaggeration. Um, appalled, I'd say I'd settle for that. I didn't completely on pocker my mouth I kept, <gasps> I kept my lips sort of hanging out after the kiss so that I could get to the bathroom and rinse them <laughs> before they folded in on themselves and spread the spread the saliva into my inner region. Is it Kate Copstick? It wasn't Kate Copstick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Frank, it happened to me once with Andrew Neil. Right on the nose I kissed him. You know what? I, I really? Yeah. You kissed him on the nose? I, he went for the cheek, well I went for the cheek I don't know what he was going for no. but anyway I ended up on the nose I think I'd snog Kate Comstick till the cows came home. <laughs> and then the cows would say, how come he didn't come out with the rest of us today? <laughs> <laughs> poor Kate. I, I said poor Kate, because he's horrible to comedians, and we have to defend, we know, we have to defend right, ourselves. Yeah, they're badger hair. Yeah. Um, but I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? I'll tell you what I also, I, I tend to do, um, I, I don't tend to kiss people unless I know them very well. Last night was uh, an aberration. I not, just, not I'll my go, rule. I'll go for a hog, and I, I, what I'll do is I'll hog, and I'll go with a man hog. I, I, I'm fine with it, but mm. I find with a w woman hog, I, I hog at quite an angle. Mm -hmm. I, I, hog I, hear at, you. I hog at about ninety degrees, I would say, because I'm like I'm like a lean to, mm. right? Because yeah. I only want the head and shoulders to touch. Because I think they, you get some men, mm -hmm. and there's this. I think I don't want any woman to think that I'm wearing a, a plasticine <laughs> chest plate and I'm trying to take an imprint. Yeah. We only have this excellent. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. There you go, those mainstays of reality television. Happy Mondays. <laughs> there, with, uh, <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Frank, Gavin in Cheltenham has texted in. Oh, good old Cheltenham. Talking about kissing, the first time I met my mother-in-law, we ended up kissing on the lips. I think it was that confusion when you first go to kiss and you're not sure which cheek to go for first. I think it is. Oh, mm. well, I hope it was. When I used yeah. to do both cheeks, I had a sense of people recoiling from the, the feeling of my hairy ears against <laughs> against the sides of their head. Well, I'm quite a, I'm quite um, a, a frequent cheekbone clasher. Do you ever have well, that? You've, you've you got, going through? It's your Nordic cheekbones. Oh, it's your, your monk scream. You can, you your monk scream cheekbones. Mm. <laughs> I could open an envelope. I'd almost, Frank, working in fashion, I'd call them killer. I'd say they, they qualified as killer. Well, yeah. you know, I do leave a trail of bodies in my way. <laughs> that's, I mean, you're, you're sitting delivered. above... Uh, uh, there's a basically studio here at uh, Fourth Radio in uh, Edinburgh. There's, there's a bare light bulb, which we're all centred around. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's given you a Marlena Dietrich look. <laughs> so I insist on it. It's my rider. No, it, it's, uh, it's absolutely lovely. <laughs> I, um... 
there's a man came up to me last night. I was, uh, actually it was Lisa who spotted this because it happens to me so often I don't even notice. I was standing talking to uh, the cockerel and, and uh, after his gig, he was, you know, he was basking. Mm. Basking oh, yeah. in the glory of it. <laughs> and a, a guy walked past me, pointed at me and went, Frank Skinner! And then walked on. <laughs> um, I shouldn't have worn that, um, do you know who I am t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get it a lot and it, it I tell you what it reminds me of. This is probably way before your time. There used to be a thing they used to do in the tabloid newspapers. And in the summer, they would send a man called Mr X to, to various seaside resorts. His picture would be in the paper, right? So if you had the Daily Mirror with it, you recognise Mr X. You go up to him, show him your copy of the Daily Mirror, and he had to give you five pounds. <laughs> but the thing was... I think he only had the one five pounds. I mean, it's not safe to walk around a lot of seaside, but with 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 no. a, with, a, with a wad. So um, if you caught him early, that was a day off for him. And I bet I bet he'd say to a mate, <laughs> "Oh yeah, you couldn't catch me by the West Pier, could you?" <laughs> At ten, I'm, I'm exhausted <laughs> walking around looking, uh, yeah. keeping a low profile, as I, as I believe the hunchback of Notre Dame used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, I'd just like to let everyone know that the um, banana holders are available in branches of Lakeland. <laughs> Thank you, 340. That's tremendous oh, news. Oh, a lot of response about how to get a banana guard. No, I'm, I, I could do it one else. I've just, uh, in auction, I've just bought Napoleon's mummified um, organ. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking for something uh, for safekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I was going to, uh, I was going to re-glue a walnut. But I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking this. Well, I think it was, it was the it was the arsenic in the wallpaper. It's caused some terrible shrinkage. Oh yes, the Iron Duke knew what he was doing. I'll tell you something. Can I? Before we, by the way, I must say, I was I supposed to bring my own shampoo? Oh, because I got oh. up this morning. Liesel. Um, yes, I don't. I don't think Liesel loses shampoo. Uses shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> if it is. Tell me, tell me which uh, shampoo you use and I'll have them closed down. <laughs> <laughs> I should say Liesl has got it. See, I, actually, I love your hair. It's, it's naturally curly, isn't it? It's a fine head and of hair. a lot hair. of people... Fine I, head of hair. I don't like... But, you know, there's this thing now... Uh, actually, it's probably just on the way out of girls having their hair completely straightened. I think it looks a bit common. Mm. Whereas Liesl... Oh, Lisa, like, you know, she's got... Today, she's got that sort of Huckleberry Finn look. It's slightly Peter of the Wild. Well, I wouldn't go so far <laughs> as to say that. <laughs> but no, I feel I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to claw it back, so I think Lisa was a bit upset about the suggestion that she tried to um, <coughs> kiss me last <laughs> night. I think she's upset about the suggestion that she tried to kiss you and doesn't wash her own hair. Yeah. <clears throat> it's quite the uh, double whammy you've well, given. Well, I, I believe Sting said that if you don't wash your hair for two weeks, it starts to wash itself. Yeah. I don't want to impose that on my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to push my hair to the extreme where it's having to wash itself. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not some sort of servant. It's my hair. Its job is his show. It's not used to that kind of domestic work. Also, it wouldn't work. Who are you going to phone and say, hey, my hair's finally started uh, washing itself? And, um, of course, you'll have no friends by that stage. They still have pig pens on the phone. <laughs> I'm not answering. <laughs> I'm, I'm wittering on now, if you guess so. I'm trying to see whether, what time it is. It's ten to one. Mm. So we've slightly... Uh, <laughs> we've slightly overrun. That's about it. From it, it, I'm sorry if it's a little chaotic this way, but I enjoyed it. Mm. But I must say, I'm easily pleased. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I look forward to... Uh, please uh, download um, Not The Weekend podcast um, on Wednesday morning, when it will be available. And... Um, 
<laughs> End of line. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.